Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. My designation is Eric. Uh, first off, how do we do with Swimming Pool 2.0? Let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Really, really, really good. Yeah, I mean, let's not uh, consider the number of probably unrelated pudding incidents and instead think about the net total of joy in the world that we've provided. So a uh, great job great uh our project today once again comes to us courtesy of friend of the show chuck uh, thank you chuck this is the worst <laughs> but also the best it's it was both the best and worst of times <laughs> eric you seem like a person who's enjoyed playing a few simplified abstractions of combat yeah definitely Uh, And in fact, I know this for a fact that you are that person. So I think you are perfectly poised for this project, Board Game 2.0. Wow. Yep. I think we need to uh, approach this from like first principles. Like what is our, what is sort of our baseline for Board Game 2.0? And I think it has to be one of the classics, you know, like uh, chess or Go or you know, mousetrap. Mm-hmm. And I think all of those in in some way share a goal, which is to dunk on your opponent. But I think whatever we choose as sort of the, the basis for going forward, we'll probably have some, some later on ramifications. So I really want us to think about the, the sort of abstractions around gameplay that we want to capture. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is just so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should put walls around this. Mm-hmm. Let's do uh, it. Yeah. I, oh, man. I don't know. Webster's Dictionary defined... No. Um, the I, I, I read um, in a, like an article or, or a thing. You know, who reads articles these days? Um, but just kind of the definition of a game. And a game is, is um, not so much a thing, but it's a social contract wherein you and one or more other people um, kind of just agree that you are doing this thing together and it has like an, an, an agreed upon set of, of rules and constraints that you kind of artificially apply uh, to, to your activity. And that's the only way in which, you know, a game m- makes sense. It, it, it is a thing because of this agreement that you have. Um, and I think they refer to it as, as a circle. Um, you're, you're in the circle and, and everything inside the circle conforms to these, um, things. Um, that's mm-hmm. a very high minded definition and far too large, uh, for what, for what we can discuss, I think in this short amount of silly time that we have together. Yeah. I, I think there's certainly, you know, this can't be an open-ended project. We can't redefine the entire genre of board games. What I do mm-hmm. think we can do is is pick all of the best parts to right. to breathe new life into the the concept of board games. Which is why I think I'm, I'm mentioning, you know, sort of some some very uh, time tested. Uh, games such as as chess yes. because i think it gives us a, a starting point and then we can start uh ladling on some uh some improvements for sure yeah absolutely um 
I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's so much, there's so much, uh, there's so much there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the board. Let's, let's start with chess. Mm-hmm. Let's just start with chess. Okay. You have a board. So, yep. And your standard chess board is, is eight by eight squares. And I mean, that's pretty good. That feels like a good, uh, field of play. Yes. Uh, but let me suggest this, as you may or may not know, go is played on the, uh, intersections of yes. squares rather than the the squares themselves, which also means uh, we have at the same time a nine by nine mm-hmm. uh, intersection mm-hmm. board, and I think the the idea of a game that's played on both squares and intersections is really quite interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the this kind of simultaneous um, two games at once. Um, have you like have you heard of chess boxing? Yes. Yeah that's that's like that kind of like two things at once um chess mm-hmm. boxing for those who don't know um is a game of you you play you play chess yeah it's like whoever whoever um gets gets KO'd or or loses the chess game loses whichever mm-hmm. happens first i think that's what it is and and it's just like alternating rounds of boxing with uh periods of of chess playing and so you know the idea behind it is that uh, boxing uh impedes your ability to play chess well um, yes. because you're you're being hit in the head a lot yeah i don't know if if, if chess impedes your ability to box in quite the same way but it's an interesting i, I was i was thinking about that i, I wonder yeah. but like you know if you're preoccupied by the chess you know boxing mm-hmm. is also a, a, a mental a kind of mental game mm-hmm. uh, if you're distracted by the moves that are happening um but yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. I was just uh, referencing that in in uh, in response to like you, you know we can layer a couple of games. Uh, I've I've also heard of kind of moving moving slightly away from chess, but we'll get back there. There's there's a version of tic tac toe that's um, I wish I remembered the the rules of this too. We're, we're gonna have some extensive show notes. Um, there's a version of chat of uh, tic tac toe. Uh, where you know it's a standard tic-tac-toe three by three grid but it's a three by three uh grid of three by three grids and in every in any given turn where you play on there's like one grid active uh, at a time so let's say it's the center one um wherever you play in the tic-tac-toe board there let's say it's the center right um one square that is the next game of tic-tac-toe that you that your opponent has to play in so it's like a, a three by three grid of tic-tac-toe games that are being played but every play every move you make dictates where the next what game the next move has to happen in mm-hmm. which is really cool and it adds like apparently I've never played it. I should play it with somebody. Um, it adds like this level of of complexity. So coming back to chess, um, you have an eight by eight uh, situation of of chess boards, um, and in each chess thing, the the I guess the square you end up on is the game of chess that you have to play next in. Mm-hmm. I like that very much, and I think. Um, what you've started to do is exactly what I wanted to do, which is which is start bringing in some mechanics from other games and other sort of formulations of games into or or layered on top of uh, a standard chess. And yes. 
one that I wanted to uh, bring to the table, uh, both metaphorically and actually, mm-hmm. is uh, Snakes and Ladders. Yeah. Uh, in that I don't think there's enough or any consideration in chess as it stands right now for the idea of teleportation, which is entirely what Snakes and Ladders is about. Yeah, it is. Indeed. I would like that very much. I think there, if, if you know landing on a certain square with your with your chess piece uh could have you know very drastic circumstances uh it could be like um like portal mm-hmm. like a, a chess piece that's actually just like one of the two ends of the portal and then um you can kind of go through uh like any piece that moves in a in a direction can just kind of like go in a direction but keep going through the the portal through the other way but in the same direction just like the video game portal yes yeah that'd be great actually speaking of pieces i think uh you know chess has pretty boring pieces and i want you know chess variants are definitely already a thing and there's a lot of uh uh variant pieces out there but i think they're all sort of thinking inside the box Mm -hmm. and i i think we can um i'm just imagining a whole bunch of of like uh pieces where you go to the store and it's just like a regular chess set but then there's like a bag stuck to it with a piece of tape and it's just like these are all the outside the box pieces anyway continue yes you know if if we bring uh some mechanics from the the classic uh game of life into chess then as you sort of move about the board and reach certain milestones you could put like those little uh, blue or pink pegs into your chess pieces to to indicate a different kind of status. You just just kind of like throw in a dash of heteronormativity. Yeah, yeah. It's what is what every game needs. Really. Just a dash. Just a dash. Um, yeah, yeah. Like little pegs. Uh, like I mean, you know, uh, the the knight is is a horse, but maybe you know, like it can be like two people riding on the horse, and it would just mm-hmm. be like. You put the pegs on the back of the of the knight, and maybe like having two people would would uh, make it. I guess it would weigh it down, so it it would make it move like less far, mm-hmm. but but it would have some other benefit, like um, you know, uh, economic stability. Yeah, exactly. It's a dual income horse. <laughs> make this horse a home. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, chess as it stands, Can, uh, it just be d- horse poor. I don't okay continue sorry yeah okay it doesn't have uh like uh buffs and I think like let's absolutely bring in some mechanics from from video games into into board game 2.0 yeah for, and, for and, sure and on that topic I like the idea I mean uh portals definitely but but also uh as sort of addressing your idea of a, of a constantly shifting board I like the idea of having like danger zones that sort of float across the board um, in some fashion. So, so your pieces uh, could also have like status afflictions uh, mm-hmm. depending on where they end up. So, like they could they could be poisoned or or petrified or like uh, fall asleep, and these would all obviously uh, change the strategy of the game if you could, you know, force an enemy piece into a swamp totally yeah yeah um yeah i'm uh i'm trying to think like it'd be like golf hazards could be a thing 
and maybe yeah maybe the board is just like it's you know you you play 18 rounds of like really quick chess uh but each each round has a different like board that's shaped differently um and then you know as you move through it you know the you have the the rough and the and and the the pool what do you what do you call the the water hazards i guess um yeah yeah and there's like a zone like the like a green zone where where you know every everything's like all nice and smooth but maybe that's where where the king lives it just can't get out of Mm -hmm. the green and so you have to everybody has to kind of go there to, to you know to win i mean what is what is par for a game of chess no, like number of number of moves same as golf okay so you you have to you have to capture the king in in a certain number of moves and whoever captures him in less moves wins mm-hmm. i like that it, it adds a bit of urgency to a game that could otherwise uh i think be a bit leisurely oh yeah totally so you're not you're not only graded on like you know capturing the king period you you maybe maybe it's like um it's it's no longer like white versus black. Everybody plays again. It plays as plays as as the same side, but they're just comparing their 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 performance mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. doing this this task. Maybe instead of moving the pieces according to um a set you know rule set of like this piece moves like this and this piece moves like that, they're all just like shaped and weighted differently, hmm. and you just have to hit them with a stick to get them to the king. Okay, I mean, we're getting a bit away from from the concept of board games and, you know, actually going outside and and having some physical exertion involved. What is the redesign if not an exercise <laughs> of of outside the box thinking? True. Now, my only concern with this idea, which I otherwise love very much, is that it becomes. Uh, perhaps prohibitively expensive to actually have a permanent uh, board game 2.0 board true. in that it would involve fairly extensive landscaping. Very true. Very true. Um, I, I do wonder if like we could, it, though. Yeah, I wonder if we could somehow virtualize parts of this. I think that's a very good idea because it allows something else that I that I wanted to sort of introduce into the idea of board game 2.0, which is very... Uh, multimodal gameplay Mm -hmm. and the way that I wanted to do that via sort of you know board game metaphors that we're already familiar with is that um, you know let's say we're we're sort of working uh, with with some kind of combination of of chess and and uh, go and golf as we seem to be (laughs) go goal you know, both in any given turn, you could do a, a sort of a tactical chess move or a more strategic go move, or and here's what I would like to suggest: mm-hmm. a slightly outside of the of the genre of go or chess move, in which um, perhaps you could target a single square, a la battleship. Oh. Oh, I see. And so any piece within that uh, square on the board is, if you know, if hit, is like instantly destroyed and taken out of play. It's like um, like an airstrike. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm. I, it's kind of like um, like the go side of it is strategic. It's very long term thinking. Yeah. 
And the chess part of it is very tactical. It's like slightly shorter term thinking because you have all these pieces that, that move in different ways and all that stuff. And then there's kind of a third level where, where it's like just you're like right in it. Um, may, maybe like when <laughs> to bring back chess boxing, when, when a piece captures another piece ostensibly, you actually have to fight a person. Um, and, and maybe, you know, like not, I mean, not brutally, but like, you know, with, with boxing gloves or whatever. So, so in a safe way, maybe, maybe, oh, the Q-tips from American Gladiators. You enter a match of that. Mm-hmm. The outcome of the of the chess move isn't preordained. It's not it's not predetermined. It's it's not like I moved mm-hmm. into your spot and I win. I move into your spot and now we duel. And then whoever wins, maybe maybe you have some like if it's a if it's a queen trying to go after a pawn, you have some kind of advantage. Maybe mm-hmm. your Q tip thing is longer. Yes. So this this I think really is is we're getting into sort of the culmination of, of a lot of like um, status afflictions and, and buffs and uh, two income horses. Yes. And this speaks very much to the virtualization idea is that uh, bringing another type of game into the world of board game, as, as you say, rather than just taking the piece. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just zooms into like, um, like a, a street fighter style fighting game. Yeah, and you know, obviously, my my two income horse is going to thrash any normal pawn, but perhaps a pawn has has been working out or something in one of the other sort of methodologies available to it, and uh, it you know, there's there's a lot of interesting matchups that you might not expect. Yeah, um, and and of course, like two pieces, two lowly pieces, um, facing off against each other in a very equal kind of mirror matchup upon reflection would be a good idea there's maybe one more well there's there's a ton of more stuff i think we could ladle into this but i like the idea of (laughs) no there's only one more thing (laughs) okay well i i know what it is then the the last thing to to enter into this is uh borrowing heavily from from some other classic board games that i think we're all familiar with and what I would like to introduce into uh, Chesco Battleship Golf is um, the property buying mechanic from Monopoly. Oh, yes. Yeah, if I'm the first piece uh, to land on on a square uh, or, or intersection, I'm not sure how it would work, but uh, I would you know, have the, the option of purchasing that square and then everyone else who passes through there yes. has to uh, is either reduced in status or, mm-hmm. or has to mm-hmm. pay me or, you know, some, some game mechanic. Yeah. That, that idea owns. Yeah. Like a, like a, a, a toll. Yes, exactly. And maybe you can then use that money that you've collected from the, the uh, game board squares that you own to uh pay for your airstrikes yeah totally mm-hmm. it's all it's all coming together so the now i i bring this up um because we've talked about virtualization and and bringing in other influences and i'm not sure where this fits in but i really want to talk about that ar 
headset drug game from Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> yes. What an episode. I I like this very much because I like the idea of there being a physical component to Board Game 2.0 that in fact either rewards you or punishes you for game performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what would be the, the, the vector for that? Well, maybe it's just like a, like you cannot enter into a game of board game 2.0 without, uh, you know, just sort of like sticking a novelty electrode onto your forehead and, um, it either, you know, when, when you make a good move, maybe it releases some kind of endorphin Mm -hmm. vapor Mm -hmm. and, uh, if, if a piece is captured or destroyed in an airstrike, then you get an electric shock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, it ups the ante, but yeah, no, um, electric shocks are definitely, uh, very unpleasant and, um, a very kind of instant feedback that we can provide. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of like a, I guess, sort of a Skinner box built into the game, which as you know, will, will make it very viral and sticky. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Skinner box mechanics, no matter how, uh, how they're applied, uh, just result in in cashola. So one last thing, and this is not a game mechanic, but I do think it will help to, well, I mean, make the game very pleasurable and also uh, help us uh, monetize board game 2.0 is what if uh, the the pieces on the board, when you capture one, it actually is made out of like chocolate or jerky and you can just eat it. Ooh. That's delicious. Oh, that reminds me of something else that I uh, I saw. I think, uh, I think like a a you know a, a variant of of chess is uh, where you play chess, but each piece is a shot glass. Hmm. And whenever someone captures your thing, you have to drink the or maybe the other way around. It's either it's either a catch up mechanic or a or a you know go ahead mechanic, but. Um, yeah, and and you know obviously the alcohol impedes your ability to play, and so it uh, it it becomes very fun at the end, by the end. But yes, mm-hmm. this idea of um, having a little treat when you do something good, mm-hmm. yeah, that that could be like you know um, that's a much more that idea is much more closely tied to the activity than than you know maybe an electrode might be, you know. Yeah. Um, well, like, I'm not saying get rid of the electrode. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I, I spoke to you. I would, I would never suggest that. No. Um, no. But I do think I, I like this because it's sort of you are both playing against your opponent but also playing against yourself because chocolate is delicious and you might be tempted to right. eat, eat your own pieces. Right, yes. I, I feel like the, the mechanic of Board Game 2.0 feels uh, pretty cohesive and now it's obviously the you know, bringing it to market, our, our usual mm-hmm. sort of end game here yes. uh-huh, is huh. to is to figure out the cell. And, you know, I, I think as with uh, Swimming Pool 2.0, there's just a lot going on. So we, we have to really identify the the very tangible uh, pieces we can latch onto. Yeah. Um, so so we have this amalgamation of a, of a bunch of different games. I wonder if we can just kind of um, take that approach. To, mm-hmm. to naming this thing, I mean, um, you gave it you gave it a, a a good good old college try earlier. Um, I've forgotten. I've already forgotten what uh, what elements there are. It's like chess, go, 
chess go golf uh was that it there's there's more to it there was more to it anyway um yeah. i i don't know if that's the strategy that that we we should um employ here because it's, it's mm-hmm. just it's kind of messy mm-hmm. um, well i mean Perhaps we can we can employ a strategy we've used on other projects when we have rolled up sort of the entirety of a, a concept, as I feel we've done here. And rather than trying to, um, you know, encapsulate everything in a very pithy way, we actually try and sell the mystery. And so mm. it, it, it's just the game. Wow. I think I just lost the game. That that would be that would be very mysterious. Um, expansion of yep. this idea might be tough because how can you, how can you top the game when like, inevitably we want to do you know, the game the game two point where the game is board yep. game two point Yeah. Um, I I was thinking if it's if we're basing this around chess, um, and mm-hmm. it's just that's the that's the basis of this. Chess starts with a a ch. But what if the ch uh, was a was a chi? Um, so you would pronounce it ches, but okay, the chi looks like an s. Or sorry, looks like an x. Um, mm-hmm. So really, how it's spelled is xs, which kind of speaks to the lengths that we're going to improve this game. Mm. there's so many layers yeah i mean also that kind of spells sex backwards so that's like a secret cell in itself i mean it spells sex yeah 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 so it's like it's sort of like from the mask smoking yes you know sex yeah yeah Uh, which i think people people appreciate that classic reference exactly Exactly. there we go no it's 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 wonderful yep i i as you know i am all about using non uh, roman alphabets in our product mm-hmm. naming yeah uh do we have a, do we have a tagline yes it's it's better than sex or it's like sex but backwards and then stick that in your craw you know maybe if you, maybe one. if you took off the if you took off the end part um because i think that's intriguing because people are then like well okay what would that be like and then yeah. they have to play exactly mm-hmm. exactly okay yeah, you have to buy a copy to find out and ultimately just be disappointed by not finding out. Or maybe you would. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe it is. For all we know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if it's even knowable. What is sex backwards? Yes. It's great. I feel like this episode, sort of in spite of itself, I, I we created something that I very much actually want to play. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, BRB starting a board game company. Yeah. See, expect the, the Kickstarter. <laughs> there we go. We've done it again. If there are things in your life that uh, you would like to be redesigned, we would definitely like to hear about it. You can find us online at www.theredesign.design or on Twitter at The Redesign Cast. Uh, you can also email us with your redesign ideas. You will find the link on our website, and we would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, it would be the best if you left a comment or star rating on iTunes or shared it with a friend who also likes good podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.